Hi, this is Ann Cavera with Speeding Past 80. Thanks for joining me at my kitchen table. This is our last episode for August. It's called Yellow Buses. This is the time of year I find myself driving behind yellow school buses. At each of several stops, children of different ages and sizes climb on board. Some are urged on by their mothers waving from the front door. Others slam doors behind them and walk slowly, dragging their feet to the bus stop. A lot of them look as if they would rather be back in their beds. A few jump up and down, and this morning I see one flapping his arms like a bird. He looks eager to be swallowed up in the world of school. I am struck by how little these buses have changed since I rode one in the early 1950s. In those days, I waited at the end of a country lane outside of Charleston, South Carolina. The talk at the bus stop in those days was all about a war in some place called Korea. On frosty mornings, I listened as the older boys talked about which of their cousins had been called up and who might be the next in line to go. One spring afternoon, on the way home, in the middle of a backcountry gravel road, the driver of our bus slammed on the brakes. She threw the gears into reverse and backed up a few feet. She repeated this back-and-forth driving thing a few times. All of us craned our heads to see the six-foot rattlesnake stretched across the road. Finally, she drove on. She did not dare to get out to make certain it was dead. There were other bus rides home, too, some with report cards my brother and I could hardly wait to share and some where we tried to think of plausible ways to get rid of it before our stop. Maybe that card could just get lost between the seats and fall down among the empty lunch sacks and gum wrappers. Math was always a mystery to me. The bus rides for field trips were always the worst. They came with anxiety about who would be assigned as my seatmate. Our field trips often included a stop at the beach, Gritty sand and the smell of copper-toned suntan lotion bonded us into a tight little community by the time we rode home. Once our family did not make it home from the grocery store in time for my brother and I to catch a church bus for a youth trip. That bus had an accident. While no one was seriously injured, my mother saw the hand of God at work protecting us. Mike and I were just sorry we had missed the excitement. Major life themes are played out on school buses. What can a small body do when the bully sits behind her and pulls her hair every day? Does she tell on him or just endure it? Or does she turn around and punch him in the nose hard just to see the shocked look on his face? Never mind the consequences. Do we sit beside the girl no one likes or just let her suffer alone, her face pressed to the window, pretending she doesn't care? Tragedies are carried out on school buses, but so are triumphs. Buses take us from wherever we call home to other lives and unfamiliar places. The trip in between gives us space to make crucial decisions about who we are and who we want to become before we reach our destination. This is Ann Cavero with Speeding Past 80. Uh, thanks for listening. See you here next week.